0: Is it on? Welcome to The Shot Show with your hosts, Curtis, Josh, Mario, and Jordan. Welcome to the latest edition of the Softball Minute. I will give you the same little bit of a spiel that I did in the Baseball Minute, just in case there's uh, not some crossover. I know there isn't crossover. I know all of you uh, don't listen to all of our episodes. We appreciate every single episode that you do listen to, though. It, it really means a lot to us, and, and we're growing here. But uh, in the past couple of weeks, we've had some scheduled conflicts and haven't been able to get behind the mic, but we are back now. The last time we talked to you, Coastal Carolina Softball was about to play North Carolina, and this team was riding an incredible high headed into Sunbelt play. They were destroying their opponents like we had never seen before. They were a team that should have been ranked in the top 25. They were a team that was just outstanding. And and we made the comment that they are only going to go up from here. And in the past couple of weeks, that trajectory has not changed, but the results have. I still think this is a team on the rise. I still think this is a team that can be competitive in postseason play. I still think this is a team that should be right now the Sunbelt favorite. However, I'm about to get into their record since we last talked. It's a little iffy. They lose six to eight to North Carolina uh, at home. Then they had a weekend series to open up Sunbelt play against James Madison. They win the Friday game three to two. And then here's where things take a turn. But Listen closely to the scores as I read them off. They lose to James Madison 2-1. They lose to James Madison 1-0. They take a trip to Charleston to play Charleston Southern and lose 2-1. They take a trip to Atlanta to play Georgia State. They lose 2-1 on the Friday game. They lose 6-5 in the Saturday game. They get back in the win column against Georgia State uh, 11-3 And then tonight, we're recording on on March 31st, so the Friday game has already happened, against Georgia Southern, they're 8 nothing winners. So, yes, you heard me right, they lost five games in a row. But if you were listening carefully, they lost by five combined runs. And, yes, they've lost six of their last eight, or excuse me, six of their last nine. But they have lost those by a combined seven runs. That's a couple of hits going your way. That's a ball that you you catch and you hit 95% of the sweet spot instead of 100, and it's a deep fly ball instead of a home run. That's you know one fielding error. That's one badly located pitch, and those games are completely different. I still feel that this team is incredibly talented, incredibly good, should be ranked in the top 25 and will make noise come postseason play, regardless of those results. Josh, I'll turn it over to you. Do you have the same feelings on this
1: team? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned the schedule because, like you said, we have lost all of those games by one run. It wasn't like one was close, we got blown out. I mean, like you said, over seven innings, that's one play going your way. That's one ball carrying an extra five feet, like you said. Over those, we went 3-6 and over that stretch, or something like that, over the last X amount of games, and we scored 41 runs, and our opponent scored 26. So we outscored our opponents by 15 runs over this past stretch, yet we lost most of those games. So, yes, you can look at the record, and yes, you can talk about it, but We play so many games over the course of the season and there is something to be said for being close and then something to be said for losing all those tough games and not wavering from what we do, not the girls. I was at the game tonight. I was working it. They're not down on themselves. They have the same confidence that they've had the whole season. They're 26 and nine now on the season, which is important because last year they only won 25 games. Which means that they've already won more games than they have last year, and we still got like twenty games to go. So beyond proud of this team still. And in their last two games since this little rough stretch, eight nothing winners and eleven to three winners. And let me tell you straight up though, Georgia Southern is not good at all in any stretch of the imagination. And if we don't sweep them, there will be there is a serious problem. Um, But something else to note is that there are eight teams in the Sunbelt this year that are ranked in the top 100 of the RPI rankings. So by those metrics, this was put out by the Sunbelt. It's the strongest that the Sunbelt has ever been. Eight top 100 teams. And if Coastal picks it up, Coastal's currently sitting at like 58 RPI. Um, If they pick it up, if they clean it up, if they win some of these games that haven't been going their way, they have a legitimate chance to get into the tournament and the Sunbelt has a legitimate chance of being a 2 bid league. Marshall is like 28 and three right now. They're, they're running away with it. They look incredible. We have a series with them. I think not this next weekend, but the weekend after. So we need to tighten up before then. And that's where this next stretch is important. But yeah, I think everything, and we've said this before, everything that this team wants for this season and all of their hopes are still on the table and everything's in front of them that they can achieve. So I'm not worried at all, especially with how they've responded. And I think that especially with a lot of freshmen and sophomores still starting that shows how resilient this team is. And I also have reason to believe a lot like baseball, that they're just going to continue to get better, especially the pitchers.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And just to put a little bit of perspective in this, this little losing streak has, uh, has diminished the results. Now, Tonight's game isn't included in these stats, but Coastal Carolina this season is averaging giving up 2.08 runs per game. That puts them in the top 30 in the country, and they're averaging scoring 5.53, which puts them 50th in the country. Now, those don't sound super impressive, but it means that Coastal Carolina's pitching is elite. Coastal Carolina's defense is elite. There are in the country that play softball 295 teams. Coastal has a top 30 defense slash pitching staff and a top 50 offense out of 295.
1: That's the top 10 and 20% in those categories.
0: Correct. This is a team that, yes, they've gone three and six since we last recorded an episode. Yes, they've lost more games than we would be happy with. And yes, they have some tough opponents coming up. You talk about that Marshall team. That Marshall team is second in the country in runs scored. They're averaging close to eight a game. They're just behind perennial powerhouse Oklahoma. And Coastal Carolina will have to play that team and will have to show out. But this last little stretch does not make this a bad team. This is still a very, very, very good softball team, and it's the first very, very good softball team that Coastal Carolina has had in a long time, and it's exciting. It really, truly is exciting. Um, Josh, I'll turn it over to you. This team has the potential to make some serious damage in the postseason. I asked you in the baseball minute for like a percentage chance as you saw it. What's your chance percentage chance that coastal right now today makes the NCAA tournament? What is your percentage that, you know, we did the expansions to St. John's to potentially host a regional. And I know that that's a little far fetched for a team this young and, and this new to being good, but give me percentage chances on either.
1: Uh, regional, to be blunt, 0% chance. Um, no chance that that happens, but I think I'd put the tournament at 50% right now, which is is still pretty good. And like you said, all those stats, give or take, and it doesn't exactly work out like this because auto bids of some conferences will mean like the 170th best team in the country gets in just because they won their conference. But... You need to be in the top 64 teams to get into the tournament. That's how it works. So as long as we're in those categories, and it sounds like we are, we should have a decent chance to make the tournament if we can win some of these games that, that we've lost over the past couple weeks, if we win those types of games. And yeah, I mean, Diamond Williams, De Jesus, and Matty Jennings, who just came back from an injury, who's our starting catcher, home run leader, She's back now, so that's big. And she was big tonight. And then India Smith behind her hit another home run. She's heating up. Delaney Keith, the freshman, third baseman, is on fire right now, hitting 320 as a true freshman. And it's just I see the the infield continuity with this team. Roos, Zayna, Keith, and Montoya have been the starters for it all of them at least 34 out of the 35 games. And I think that's going to be that's going to pay dividends over the course of the season. These girls are learning how to play with each other. The pitching's been rock solid. I mean, even those games we're losing, it's just because we can't get the bats going. So I think it's about a 50% chance, and, and that's me being, I think, realistic, but there are sparks in this team that show that they should make the tournament. If they can put everything together, then there's no reason they won't be in that field of 64.
0: I I totally agree. I think 50 percent is being realistic and and honestly a a little bit kind of pessimistic. I I think this team has has a greater than 50 percent chance. And that's not me being critical of you, Josh. But I I think that 50 percent is the real number right now. You put it down. But in my my gut and in my heart, this three and six trend is not Going to be the trend for the rest of the season. In fact, I think it'll this probably is probably the exact opposite pivotal
1: point in the season right now.
0: Yes, because they have Troy coming up, which is a perennial powerhouse. They have right. Marshall coming up, which is again, we talk about the Sunbelt expansion in football and, and basketball, but this is the realization that the Sunbelt is the best group of five conference for all sports. Period. Yes, I know you want to make the argument for the American, but the American doesn't compete in anything outside of football. This addition of these teams made the Sun Belt so much better, and you're seeing it now. Coastal Carolina is going to have to play that Marshall team. And you know what? I like Coastal Carolina's chances. I think this group of girls have the confidence, have the swagger, have the ability to bounce back from a rough stretch and bounce back quickly. And they're damn good at what they do. This is a team that's going to make all of us proud. They already have, but they're going to make history. I I can see it coming. This is going to be an incredibly wild ride. And no, I'm not predicting a national championship. I'm not going to stand here and say this is the best team in the country, but holy shit, they are top, 25% at very minimum
1: an NCAA tournament bid this season would be like astronomical in what it would do for this program moving forward.
0: Yeah, it absolutely would.
1: And it's on the table.
0: It's yeah, it's, it's on the table to the point where it's almost, I was going to say almost a certainty, but right. You know, it's just, it's tough. It's hard to be this good for this long. It really truly is but that would be the only detractor. So we talked uh, enough about the future of the team. Let's talk about the future of the schedule. Like I said, we're recording on Friday night. They just beat Georgia Southern. They have another two games against uh, Georgia Southern, the Eagles this weekend, midweek game against Charlotte. And then next weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday series against Troy. They have a week off and then they play the daunted Marshall. It is in Conway. So that's good. They have to go at Troy. I, I don't know if I said that uh, for next weekend. But they are at home against Marshall on Friday the 14th, Saturday the 15th, and Sunday the 16th. So um, we set an attendance record against uh, North Carolina a couple of weeks ago. Uh, St. John's was packed, and uh, it's, it's – good to see that that people are coming out to support this team. So if you can pack that stadium again for games that really matter against uh, Marshall, that would mean a lot for the girls. So, uh, so come out, support them if you can, and uh, we will see you guys very soon. But uh, Josh, before we get out of here, they have in the next, we'll go week or so two against Georgia Southern, a third game against Charlotte four, five, and six against Troy. In those next six games, what are you expecting and what's the lowest win total that would make you happy?
1: Um, I'm expecting four and two and four and two is also the lowest win total that would make me happy. Mind you, I, I watched every damn pitch of the game tonight. I was directing it. So I, I, I had to watch every single pitch with detail and Georgia Southern is a god awful softball team and there are no excuses if they even hang two runs on us. So with that being said, 2 and 0 against Georgia Southern is the least I would be happy with. Um we had to beat Charlotte as well on home at home on a Tuesday. And then I'm expecting Troy's 5-1 one and 1 in Sunbelt play so far. I'm expecting we go 1 and 2. If we go 2 and 1, that really influences how I would feel about this team being able to compete in the conference but i think you got to go at least two and two in conference play the next four games that we get or two and three and two whatever that would be that'd be three and two which would put us at at six and six going into a pivotal stretch so yeah, four and two is is what i'm expecting and also what i'd be happy with at least
0: I think I'm in the same boat. I'm expecting five and one. I think they win that series against Troy. And I know that's that's a big one. Troy is a very good softball program has been for years. I'm expecting five and one. I'm happy with four and two. I'm slightly disappointed if you come out 300, but I'm not like torn up about it. If you come out two and four, there might be some questions, but I don't, I really truly don't think that this will happen. Like I truly don't think that the girls will will continue winning at a thirty-three a, percent a clip like they have been for the last little while. I think that they will turn this around and then they'll be back to a sixty-six percent, you know, 700, 750 team very shortly. So with that, I'll go ahead, I'll wrap us up. Follow us on Twitter at the Shant Show, on Instagram at shant show. Let us know how you're feeling about this team and um where you think they are in terms of the country how how highly do you have coastal carolina ranked are they a top 30 team top 50 top 70 are they in the field of play for an ncaa tournament bid right now let us know and we will be back very shortly for another softball minute as always shots up